welcome back to the Target Transfers podcast, the number one heat printing podcast in the world. Today, Andy and I are back on our own with no guests. Uh, we're just going to do a Q&A episode for you. We've had quite a few questions come in over our socials on uh, in the last few days. So we thought we'd just do a bit of a longer episode, answer them all for you guys. Um, yeah, that's basically what we're going to do. Um, but before we get started, we just want to quickly let everyone know that on Wednesday, the 19th of October, which is this coming Wednesday, is the exclusive 2023 apparel launch event with Bella Canvas here at Target Transfers HQ. We've got Beachfield coming, Rallowise are coming, Bella Canvas coming, obviously. Um, and there are limited tickets available. Um, the event is free, but you do need to pre-book. So head on to the link in the description and get your tickets for that. If you haven't already, it's less than a week away. So very excited about that. Yep, it's the last launch, last heat printing event of the year. So this is a really big one. If you're looking to um, start next year with a bang, you know, come along to this event because we're not, as well as having some of the, the first chance to see what are going to be the brand new garment colors that everyone's going to be using next year. So you've got two month head start, mm -hmm. two and a half months head start on your competition. We're also going to be doing a little bit of a masterclass on how to decorate onto any material. So if you're having trouble with anything and you need some help, come along, ask us questions, meet us in person, and we can walk you through absolutely any heat printing technique that you might want to find out about. Yeah, it's definitely going to be the uh, biggest and last event of the year. So don't miss that one. It's going to be good. I'm excited. Mm, Come on really quickly. Good. Yeah, and those are colours that we got the chance to see a sneak peek of look really nice as well. They do. They do. I was about to say, oh, I want that one for my <laughs> but I won't reveal what the colours are. Um, okay, great. So shall we just jump straight into Let's some questions then? So first question says, hi there. I have a heat press machine. I need an image on heat transfer paper that I can put onto some T-shirts. I'm told the best ones are screen print heat transfers. Would you agree? Um, I guess it depends on the image, really. If it's just one color or two colors, then, yeah, I mean, why not screen printed? If it's, when they say an image, if it's like a photo, then I would say that's not the option you want to go for because screen printing is there to be sort of one color, two color, three color, but block color, and mm -hmm. it's Pantone matched, it's ink mix. So if you want something like a photo, I'd either go with ultra color if you got to do lots of them, mm -hmm. or if you're just looking to do a few one-offs and it's only like need one of each, then go with ultra color max, the direct film option, because uh, then you just need to order one and yeah. you can get, they get that nice and easy. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Another question says, hey, I've designed a gang sheet for Levers hoodies. There are bright neon colors on the design. Will the ultra color be able to print that color as neon or does it dull the color down? Um, I guess it depends on how many neon colors you're talking about. So if if it was, say, um, just like one neon color, mm. then I would go with the one to five color screen option anyway. Yeah. So ultra color doesn't dull colors down at all, so not, not in the slightest bit, but... If you've got neons, go If you've got screen. neons, the neons with the one to five color screen, because they're an ink mix, they look better than absolutely anything We're else wearing them. Exactly, exactly. So if you want your <laughs> for those pink, of you viewing on youtube <laughs> yeah so if you're doing if it's just like one or two color then i would go the one to five colors yeah. one the neon inks look amazing and two it'd be slightly cheaper to do it that way anyway so you might Very as well pick point. the best option for your business then yeah we have had some pretty i was gonna say um potent that's not the right word prominent colors yeah <laughs> um through ultra color our other podcast yeah. sweats with the mic gradient on them they're pink and yellow and they're not neons but they're pretty bright and punchy and they look 
really good with ultra color so i think it just depends on like you say more your design and yeah the best price point really yeah both both products look great there's no because it's um a high quality print option there's no dulling of colors with any yeah. of the products they're not going to look dull on black versus white they'll look amazing on both mm-hmm. cool um just wondering if there is a way to remove the ultra color transfers from a garment if I mess it up. Um, when you say mess it up, do you mean the application, the placement? They probably put, yeah, I imagine they probably either put it in the wrong place or they've not followed the instructions and then and it's half like, come off. Yeah, to be honest with you, there really isn't. You, there are vinyl remover products on the market which you could buy. But do they actually work though? Not, not fully. They're not going to make. They're not going to magically make your garment new again. Mm-hmm. So they would. You might be able to get the transfer off, but you might find that actually there's a bit of a discoloring to it. The yeah. t-shirt that's underneath it. It's not. You're essentially going to treat it with chemicals. So it's not like putting vanish on a stain and you never tell the difference. It's, That'd be good though. <laughs> yeah, we could. But yeah, the best. The best bet is to, you know, take your time, do things properly. Saved. You can save lots of time when you're getting the garment on and off by using like a quick slip or something. So then you can allow yourself more time to get the placement part. Right. Mm. Um, and if that's something you struggle with, there's a free book on our website, just called literally called the guide to design a placement, which will tell you how to perfectly place every single transfer type and style anyway. That so that way true. you can, you can create a process where you will make less mistakes. Um, and if you're using a good heat press, it will go on properly every time if you get the alignment, right? Yeah. I'd always, um, like what you said about testing, have a test, like a garment that you just test on and make sure yeah. you press like one of your transfers first so that you can tell if the pressure's right because then at least you've only wasted one transfer, not a whole garment, if you've got a test garment. Yeah, if you haven't do got a pressure on. readout, that's a good way to, yeah. that's the best way to do it. Um, that's probably one of the most important things for yeah. people. That, when people get them wrong, it's either the pressure or the fact that they haven't waited for it to go cold before they've peeled it. Yeah, if you're using a cheap press cold spots, Oh, that's yeah. a very good point. Pressure, yeah. Yeah, and if and if it's something if that's something you're worried about, it doesn't cost very much to get a good quality heat gun or um, thermometer that you could put onto it and get a readout. I mean, twenty, thirty-five quid most. Yeah. And then you can check for your um, your garment goes on whether it's actually to temperature, mm. and if it's at temperature all throughout the platen as well. Yeah. Because that wouldn't be great if you had, I take it that applies half the transfer and then not the other half, essentially, if only half the plant. Yeah, if, if there's you, colder patches, that won't fuse and then they all come off. And Yeah, especially if it's a big print, you might find that like, you, yeah. it could be, if it's a cheap press, it could be sort of 10, 15 or even 20 degree difference between one side and the other or the middle and the outer yeah. part of the transfer. And then well, it's, that video it's never that go on. Josh did with the, the cheaper the, import press. Yeah. That had really significant and that had temperatures. The, yeah, and that had the, the sort of the top platen wasn't straight either. It had that curve on it. So actually, the, even the stuff that goes in the middle, you normally expect with a cheap press off and put it in the middle. I'm it, gonna, yeah. yeah, it should be near enough. But actually, that because it had a bit of a bow in the middle of the, the top platen, actually, even that's not. There was gonna, a gap, wasn't there, with the ruler? Which could be enough to not even touch the transfer properly. Yeah, not great. No um okay so in answer to your question no but test first yeah <laughs> um another question i would like to have iron-on pictures of individual designs individual pictures i'm assuming yeah um do you have the option to print designs that don't require a press just some pressure and an iron 
And do you have minimum order number of prints for costume, print run for costume designs? Thanks in advance. Um, so I guess there's two parts to that, really. You can definitely do photos because we did a, we've done a few youtube videos that recently of how to apply photos properly as a transfer we have it, all it, all that we ask is that the photo is high res so that it's like a equivalent of like 300 dpi so mm -hmm. that means that we want to make sure that if you put a photo on something it's going to look good and it's going to look sharp with our yeah. process it will it will show if it's a good photo it will show off as a good photo if it's a terrible photo and it's low res and you try and print it, it'll look low res. Yeah, the print will only mimic the picture you've got. It won't no. magically enhance it to a 4K picture. Um, and if you wanted to just iron them on, I mean, it, it kind of depends on what the use of the the actual garment's going to be. So if you were to put, if you, you could iron on a transfer, but... That makes know, me cringe when you say that. <laughs> you could, you could. The trouble you've got is, again, if it's a cheap iron, you, there's no way of being able to accurately check if the iron is at the right temperature you could put temperature gun on that but there's going to be so many cold spots on an iron um, because it's not built to have consistent heat throughout it um and they're small so unless you're using just really tiny photos again you're not going to be able to press the whole transfer at the same time yeah you can't regulate pressure it's based on how hard you lean on your iron is very inaccurate so yes you can do it if it's going to go onto something and never be washed then I guess you could get away with it probably, but it's still a it's still I wouldn't make any guarantees. And but if it's for a product you're expecting to sell and you want people to wash like a t-shirt and expect people to wash it, then we wouldn't make any guarantees. The transfer so if you've got something that's accurate like a heat press, transfer will stay on the lifetime of that garment. But if it's just yeah. something that is a cheap iron, then mm -hmm. who knows what could happen? It might look like it's on there, but it's more like to come off five, ten washes down the line. Yeah, and it's a bit like with the um, handheld presses that you get as well. There's no guarantee you could fully lean into it and give it as much pressure as you could, but there's no... Did you spill that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a uh, cut there. It's like really... I was like trying to be really careful with that. I was like, oops. <laughs> I just saw just... this drivel. <laughs> there we go. Where, where did we go to before... Um, Andy dribbled. You might just have to cut that, <laughs> cut that answer after I finish my bit. I think. Oh dear. Um. Okay. What was I going to say? All right. We'll go. We'll cut back in. Beth, will you please note the timestamp before I need to cut that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um. I suppose it's a bit like with the handheld presses. Like people say that they're putting a load of pressure behind it, but it's only as much body weight that you, as you can get behind that as to yeah. how much pressure it is. And it might be too much, it might be too little, but it's never going to be consistent and you never know what the actual readout is of that. So I suppose it's the same with an iron, like no. you say. And a lot of the, the, to be honest with you, a lot of the instructions that I've seen with um, these sort of crafting handheld presses, are, I would actually say they're not accurate. A lot of them are called for light pressure, Very which true. is not true for vinyl or heat transfers so if they're built on the principle that they need light pressure to apply stuff then they're do this never going to work as a commercial product that way no that is the issue isn't it yeah okay um do, 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 do. but like you say if it's something that you're only going to wear once it's hit and miss with an iron but it can be done but mm. for longevity so if it was like a hendu or something and you're just going to wear them for one night you might be able yeah to get away with it but it's There's very no much guarantees. at your own risk. Yeah, at your own risk, exactly. 
Um, okay, morning guys. We did our first order of ultra color transfers. Very pleased, but the customer has requested another 10 more. How do you suggest we proceed with this? We have another order for a different design. Can we mix designs on A4 sheets to make up numbers? I don't see how on your designer page. Okay, yeah, it's just, it's really easy. I mean, firstly, congratulations on placing your first order. And for you getting know. a repeat order off yeah. of your first order. Um, the what we call a gang sheet. So if, if anyone's listening that's never ordered a gang sheet before, what this means is that with all our transfer layouts, if you pick a product for transfers, any of the products, you basically have eight layouts. The eight layouts are based on around standard sizing. So there's a neck label one, there's a left chest one, there's A5, A4, A6. These are based on maximum print areas for particular designs. But all of them are available to do what we call a gang sheet or a loaded sheet. So basically it means put as many designs as you want onto it. We're not going to charge you extra for that. I know some people do that, but we decide just decide to let you make the sheet yourself. So Yeah, if you pay for the sheet, put what you want on just it. Just be careful about how many you put on so you don't spend all your time cutting pictures out, basically. Or too finely together so you can't get scissors yeah, between them. Yeah, as long them. as you can get scissors between them, then put as many as you want to on there. We're not going to stop you. We've all made that mistake before. Yeah. Um, and just to touch on as well, I know with this question, um, the customer in question wants to order more than one design per sheet. However, if you were to just reorder the exact same design, you can log on to your EasyView account and it stores all of your previous orders. So you don't have to re-upload the file or anything no. like that. You can literally just go onto the previous order and hit reorder. Yeah. Um, so if you don't want to add in any more designs onto the sheet or you want to reorder a gang sheet, etc., um, that is all in your account in your system as well, just to flag in case yeah. no one knew that. Um, okay, next question. I bought some custom heat transfers from you at the start of this year. I've never used them before, and I was just wondering if when I go to use a heat press on it, do I need when I go to use a heat press on it, do I need to put a Teflon sheet over the transfer? You know, necessarily need to know. I mean, is we... that in, sorry, is that in relation to how long they've had the transfers, or just in general application? Um... I guess we can answer them both. So in regards, if they've if they've had the transfer since January, as long as they've been kept in a sealed bag in a dry place, then they don't need to worry about that. Transfers have a long lifetime on them. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, if you left them out in the, in the sun when it was 40 to 5 degrees or, or in, in a really in damp a room unsealed, yeah, <laughs> then no, then we wouldn't recommend using them. But if they've just been in a drawer in, a, in the bag they came in, then they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and then the second part was about Teflon sheet. You don't have to use a Teflon sheet to standard. So this is something we would refer to this as grip flex. So if you go onto a website, type in grip flex, you'll be able to see what the, this person's talking about. It's, a, it's essentially, it's a gray sort of protective sheet that you can put on. So it's only, it's mainly for like, if you're doing really heat sensitive things like polyester, nylon, uh, fleece, velvet, potentially things like that. But if you're just doing cotton t-shirts, standard prints, you don't need one. It's, it's more of a next level up. We would just recommend mm. using something we call we call it release paper. Um, you can buy like fifty sheets for twelve pounds on our website. But basically, it's like a very thin protective cover that goes on top of a transfer. And the main principle is that if you're using automatic press and it pops up automatically, if you happen to be using a cold pill transfer. Um, it just means that the transfer won't come up. So when it, if you did have, didn't have a cover sheet, when the mm -hmm. machine popped back up, you'll try and pull the transfer with it and peel it hot, essentially. So you put yes, a release paper yeah. and it just pulls that back up. 
without Se- affecting the secondly um i mean we've seen it before with some customers where they put their transfer on upside down and it's all very embarrassing for them because they then they if they if they didn't have a release paper on uh, they would fuse that transfer to the top platter and they'd have to spend all afternoon cleaning the press so Which we did not make said customer do no um so that's why if Maybe you use it if you use a release paper um and you make that mistake or someone else makes that mistake then there's no harm done that way no everyone just gets a good laugh out of it yeah <laughs> okay um blah, 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 blah. where are we so this customer wants to know if we have any recommendations for which products to make at Christmas time that are easy but have a fairly decent sale price. They said it's their first year printing products for Christmas using their heat press. Okay, so the answer is... Um, off the top of your head, three quick top of my fire, head, go. Yeah. So I'll go, number one, I'll go pyjamas. Okay. Because the profit margin on them is really big. Um, so, I mean, the average cost of buying like a set of blank pyjamas... Uh, I think it was ten pounds or otherwise something like that for but like for a, a really good, really good quality set like okay. yeah top and bottom like plaid style long sleeve mm. um, nice tailoring on them and then to put just to put like a monogram on them which is very popular it was I think it was something like twenty p I think we worked it out to okay. put the monogram on um, depending on which product you're using really cheap to do it. And then the average sale price on Etsy, I think it was, was like 20 to 40 pounds. Some are even like 55 quid. If they're and personalized as well. Yeah, they're, they're, there was nothing particularly special about them. They just, uh, this seller had decided to make them be, have an appearance of being premium, but there was no difference between them and the ones yeah. you, anyone could buy. So that would be a good one. Um, I would encourage people to watch our webinar that we did couple of weeks ago around personalization at christmas but they're one of the things that i found quite useful and we've seen sort of really good feedback already from our customers actually how to uh, use personalization at scale with ultra color max so this is our direct film product where you only need to order one 55 by 55 centimeter sheet of it but you could get like between 30 and 80 or even 100 different christmas designs on there mm. and you could have them all different so you you can yeah. You follow the tutorial and you can learn how to put like plaid or snowflakes or father christmas behind every single initial so you can make some really cool bespoke designs that look really vibrant when printed um so that would be one i'd recommend just put it on put it on anything i mean uh stockings is always a good one at this time of year so you yeah. could put like stop here for molly Whatever, yeah. and have it in a nice Christmas pattern like candy cane print. We should have done that in our samples. We should have put one of our names <laughs> on there. Um, I think sweatshirts are a good one. I know it's really yeah. boring and basic, but everyone has a Christmas jumper, and that nine times out of ten, they're sweatshirts or hoodies. I know you can get the knitted ones as yeah. such, but I think sweats are becoming a bit more popular because a bit more contemporary, yeah. comfy. I don't know. It depends on the weather for whether or not you want a knitted jumper, yeah. and you're limited as to what you can have design wise on knitted stuff versus your plain sweatshirt so yeah and we've got those um on your range of shimmer inks as well so those we the, the, the green in particular like the kelly green shimmer looks fantastic on are we calling white. it kelly green this year what, um, what's it actually it, called it's just called tree green i think but it's essentially it's a kelly green, green so yeah if you're used yeah. to our vinyl and you've used glitter, kelly green glitter or the the sports film green then you'll know exactly yeah. what it is that kind of classic green at christmas 
but with a bit of shimmer in it, it really looks quite yeah. great. Just so that everyone understands what I'm talking about green-wise, last year we did a limey green as well, yeah. which we call Grinch green. Um, so just to clear up any confusion, the new green for this year is more of a traditional Christmas tree yeah. green. And yeah. same with the red as well. We've got a dark, slightly darker Christmas red. It's shimmer, kind of a signal I red, I would say, yeah. yeah. But yeah, again, it's very... Very traditional, but really punchy looking. So looks really mm. good on designs. Cool. So pajamas, stockings, sweatshirts, um, hot water bottle covers. That's quite a oh, good that's one. That's a good idea. Yeah, I've seen a few people doing that. That works quite well because again, you got you can put easily put transfers onto it depending on the material yeah. the hot water bottle cover is made out of. But it's something a bit different to personalise, um, and you can you know it has quite a high perceived value of it, but. Sort of again, sort of quite reasonable to get hold of a hot water bottle cover, and then you could you could easily sell it for like ten pound or something like that. Yeah. And most people have got hot water bottles, so they don't really even need to put the hot water bottle in it either. To be honest with you. No, and they'll probably be more popular this year with um, heating bills going up. Everyone yeah. will be wearing very cozy pajamas and snuggling up with hot water bottles. Yeah. So very good to sell them as a package. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's the best way to do it. Christmas is that. I guess it's not necessarily a product as such, but the customers that we have that make the most money at Christmas mm. are the ones that sell sets for families. So don't just think about selling a set of one. Sell You sell it to the whole family. So think about who's going to be yeah. there on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And it could be five, six, seven, eight, and even ten people there potentially. So if you can sell to every single a customer who's going to buy for every single person there, you could be looking at sort of and you're doing pajamas a 20 quid profit a piece you, you know you can make quite a lot of money straight away out of that so just for one family yeah even yeah. if it's just the jumpers and it says like mom dad son daughter yeah uh, long sleeve tees yeah you, christmas you can, morning you can do some really good numbers there yeah cool okay so hopefully that has helped um if you would like some more ideas on christmas products do jump on and watch the live andy and i did a few weeks ago um, that's still on our YouTube channel now. And all transfers take two days to get to you, so it's not too late even yes. now. I mean, it's a little bit late, but it's not too late. It's a if little you, bit late, but not too yeah, late. Yeah, I mean, I would, <laughs> I would encourage you to be more. If you're, if you know, listen to this and you think about doing it next year, don't wait till October to start it. But yeah, you, but you, in reality, you could get your transfer designs back later this weekend get heat pressed or the next day delivery and you could get started yeah i think a lot of people in their gut think oh july august is way too early to be thinking about christmas but in reality when you're making consumer products yeah if anything it's just about the right time if not yeah. a bit late you need to make sure you've got everything in stock or easy access to all your blanks to figuring to out what you can out. sell is the first question yeah like from that question what what three products do you want to sell well you got to figure out what you need to sell then what you want to put on them, the colours, who you're marketing to. And the other thing that I would um, tell you to do if you're thinking about selling Christmas products this year is to be really mindful of how you're going to get that product to the customer because there's going to be a lot of postal strikes all throughout October and November this year. Oh, no, so that means that we do our Christmas shopping really late. We're going to be completely stuffed when it comes to getting last-minute deliveries, aren't we? Yeah, so be be prepared and off and you know have options available depending on if their those strikes go ahead or not oh dear yeah i think i need to just start my christmas shopping 
Um, okay. Da, da, da. When is the launch for the new 2023 garments happening? 19th of October. A link in the description for tickets. The event is less than a week away. Um, and it's an afternoon and an evening session for that. So depending on what's more convenient for you. I think the afternoon session might be full. It might be. At this point, what time we're recording is a few days ahead of time. It might be full. Yeah, there's only five um, spaces left at the time of recording. So. so yeah, get on that now. Yeah, if not, um, we do have evening spaces available. Yeah. Um, which T-shirts would you recommend for a new business? I've seen a few cheaper options on Rallowise, but not sure which route to go down. I'm assuming this is a new business. I mean, my, oh, number, yeah. my number one advice would be come and see us on the 19th because there's going to be the lots of T-shirts that you can touch mm. and feel in the building. Um, so if you want to kind of have a, a starting point, uh, that's a great place to start because – um, I mean, it will be Bella Canvas products, but if you speak to the people at Bella Canvas that will be here, they'll be able to explain to you what to look for in a T-shirt and it'll kind of start to give you a bit of an idea of what kind of uh, material makeup. Because you obviously you look, you look at a T-shirt and you think, oh, it's probably just cotton. Mm. Actually, there's lots of different variations. And how much is it polycotton? Is there other bits and pieces? Is it tri-blend? Um, so the majority of T-shirt types will be available to see at the event. And then that way you can start to realize what type of product you want to be creating. Or actually, this is the makeup of the product I need. Yeah, I prefer um, this feel Yeah, to you this, can this feel how heavy it one. is, that yeah. sort of thing. That, that the be... fit of them is quite different as well. I know from different things that we've tried before, we've ordered things for testing and stuff like that. Yeah. And just the fit of some of them are completely different, even though they look the same on the website yeah. and the feel and how tight or loose or high neck or all of those things come into play when you're figuring out which one is the most comfortable and best quality yeah. so we're also going to be joined by um some people from the Rallowise um new customer development team so they have a special team that's set up to help customers that have never done anything before and they really need mm -hmm. a helping hand but you can actually meet them in person um and actually ha have these discussions with them and ask these questions about what they would recommend for when you're starting yeah. um the main thing really is just to it's not it's there's not much of a price difference between a cheap a kind of entry level show say and a more premium t-shirt especially mm -hmm. it could only be 50 p or a pound so it depend it really depends on um, whoever's put the question it depends on is it because they're just going to put transfers onto it and sell it to a customer it's just if it's just like workwear or something it's going to be sort of have a hard life then they might not necessarily yeah. want a premium product but if they're actually their clothing brand and they need it to feel premium. They want to actually, you might want to think about spending an extra 50p so that it feels like you've got a £35 t-shirt on your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is the biggest thing, quality. And even if you are a new business, I would definitely recommend opting for the higher quality garment if you can, price-wise. Yeah. Like you say, it's not a major jump in it. No. Um, but it just means that whoever you produce t-shirts or jumpers or whatever for, even in the early stages of your business, they will still think, oh, that was a really decent quality T-shirt. Yeah. That's washed really well, blah, blah, blah. They'll come back to you. Whereas if it takes you six months to figure out which T-shirt is the best quality, that's six months worth of business that you might not get return on yeah. uh, or repeat business on, sorry. So yeah, always opt for the higher quality where you, where you can. Um, okay. If I wanted to get involved with Levers for 2023, when would you say to get started? What's the rough timeline? I mean, you can get started now. I mean, we're seeing Levers 23 orders go through already um, because I guess the, the style is not necessarily just for June of next year. So obviously the biggest yeah. the biggest element of Levers 2023 product shifting is 
June when kids leave a particular year of school. Um, but in terms of actually having those conversations with the schools, you should probably start doing that now because you don't want to be um, underprepared for next year. You don't want to wait till next year and actually someone's already come by and said, oh, we actually, do you know We've what? We've done it already. Yeah, someone's yeah. already came in and did it and asked us last, last month. So you don't want to miss out. But there's lots of other stuff that's going on as well. Like, um, you know, we've had people, even in May of this year, were hounding us for like, Where's, when's 23 template coming out? I know, I wasn't ready for it. We only <laughs> just wrapped up 22 and we had customers on the phone asking for 23. Yeah. But there's, you know, there's things like uh, school trips or um, I think sort of October half term is when they do ski trips maybe. Okay. Something like that. Um, so anything that school does that's a 20 year a class of 23 or something's mm. happening in the year that finishes 2023 they tend to go for that same template as well mm. um so i'd get started now the template is live on custard.targettransfers.com just go to the nav bar click leave as 23 and you can download a free template which gives you a couple of different options for how you want to set up your gang sheet for it yeah um we'll do we do have a live event planned um at some point pretty soon, I can't remember the exact date, where we'll go through exactly how to Before artwork. Christmas, for sure. Yeah, exactly how to artwork that 23 design. Yeah. But if you're in a rush, then the 2022 um, webinar is live on a YouTube channel. So you can follow the same steps and it'll work just as well. Yeah. And it doesn't just have to be for schools or school no. clubs. It could be local dance clubs or sports clubs or any form of club yeah. as such that has group teams that might be saying goodbye to if yeah. like a few of them are leaving primary school up to high school or high school to college or university yeah. or you know it doesn't just have to be schools in particular to have that concept no. um oh this is a good one not a question just wanted to say that i tried high build after watching your live last week and three customers have already requested it for their next order based on my samples very happy and have managed to up the sale price per Sale price by five pounds per piece too. Yeah, makes That's sense. That's fantastic. I mean, the, the high build products very premium. So yeah, uh, when customers get their hands on it and they have a look at it, it's, it's a, it has a real well factor to it. Yeah, and it's not busy. You know, there's a lot of customers have started using it, but there's still very retail. Yeah, there's still a lot of um, business available. There's a lot of market available for anyone who wants to get started using that product. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We'll be glad we could help. Um, bum, 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 bum. I I want to start a t-shirt printing business, but don't have a particular brand idea slash message like lots of other successful brands do. Can I still have a successful printing business? I'm assuming they mean they either don't have like a concept in mind for a particular brand or yeah. like a a message behind. Like the, the one that comes to mind is um, Overcomers, mm -hmm. who we had on the podcast before. There's yeah. a meaning behind that brand. So I'm assuming um that's where they're going yeah I, yeah i mean there's there's two parts i guess that is that absolutely you could just start a fulfillment company so mm -hmm. someone comes to you and say i want my logo on a t-shirt or on a polo shirt already you know you bought you order your t-shirts in you get transfers from us put it under heat press and you do that work for people yeah that's absolutely one way of looking at and that's the, we have lots and lots of customers that are so successful doing that because there's always someone that wants printed garments yeah it doesn't always have to be for your brand a lot of people already have their own brands yeah. and need their stuff putting on garments i guess the other thing is that i would perhaps just write down why you're doing this 
and then actually you might mm. find and what your backstory is you might find that you've got way more of an interesting story than you you might think oh it's just me oh, i'm i'm not very interesting but actually you might find that everyone else finds your reason for what you're doing fascinating you know this yeah. we've met so many interesting people who've either come in to do a one-to-one or been on the podcast i'd say like taffy from overcomers who has actually has a brand and a fulfillment company so that's a good episode to go back and listen to because he's Definitely. doing both sides or um Stephen from proud and gifted when you know he's doing things a very positive thing to help promote um you know achieve, under people who deserve to have a light shine upon them but his backstory is really interesting why he's doing it's really interesting so you might take for granted your backstory yeah. but maybe um if you write it down and you might be like actually yeah, now there is a there is a story behind that um yeah. and if you were to communicate that to customers they might actually be really interested in why you're doing what you're doing and actually mm. would there would be a market for a clothing brand based around your ideas your principles um so it's, it's definitely worth considering doing both or the fulfillment you start off with fulfillment and that gives the opportunity to pay for you to do the other the branding part on the side and start off that way as well yeah. I would add to that as well that regardless of what business you think that you want to start, whether it's your own clothing brand or whether it's, like Andy said, a fulfillment company, regardless of what the brand is, what you're printing, et cetera, it's the person behind the brand and how authentic and passionate you are about your business. So whether or not you're printing other people's logos, leavers hoodies for different schools, or you're creating your own brand with a strong message behind it, Either way, it's going to be down to your passion and your skill towards heat printing, which from this, it sounds like you have. Otherwise, you wouldn't be querying mm-hmm. what to do with heat printing. It would be, what business do I start? And secondly, it's the person behind the brand. So if your customers identify with you and can see that you're passionate about it, can see that you're authentic with what you do, they're more likely to lean in towards you and your business, regardless of what that business or yeah. message is. Um than someone who's just doing it to make a profit as such like solely that well even if you even I mean even if you are just doing it to make profit because there's a lot of profit to be made from being heat printer, it's actually lean into that and, um and talk about it from an entrepreneurial point of view and why you're doing idea. it you know what you're you know you could even be quite open about profit margins and things like that but if you're doing it if that is your your reason for doing it but you're talking about that reason in an authentic way and you really believe in your that is what you're passionate about yeah then there's probably quite an audience for that too and if you know if you end up with a high quality product they're still going to respect that fact and want to come to you for the, for the products yeah exactly cool okay um i think we're nearly there oh this is a good one can any of your vinyls be used for applique i had this conversation with someone earlier today actually about the it's glitter isn't it people use a glitter yeah, vinyl i would say on that on that one i would go and head to styles tv on youtube and watch some of their videos upon it because they can do uh applique is not really massive in this country but there is an audience for it but the experts at teaching how to do that would be styles the styles tv yeah so go and watch some of their videos search on you on their youtube channel for it and you'll yeah. find some really great tutorials about it but in answer to your question, yes, it can be done with yeah. specific vinyls. Anything's possible, yeah. Um, oh, this is a good one for you. Okay. Expert on the 360. Okay. Recommendations for fusing onto beanie hats? Um, I mean, with with the heat hat printing, it, it, it kind of still comes down to what the product is made. So there's so much variation from hat to hat. Mm. Snap back to beanie is that it all comes down to testing, really. 
yeah how heat sensitive the material is how much acrylic there is in that beanie you know it's all it's definitely possible to heat print onto hats but you've got to be prepared to test 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 to yeah. make sure you find the recipe for you would you say it's easier to fuse onto beanies that have the little panel on the front than it is to fuse on mm. purely yeah knitted ones because you've got a base to put the adhesive onto as such yeah i would say is that it's always easy with the yeah. something to kind of work with but seen it i've seen it done on both types successfully mm. um but yeah te just test 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 on that one until you find the the result that works for you cool uh and final question fusing onto football kits for my son's local team mm -hmm. which vinyl slash transfer would you recommend for this so uh, vinyl wise i would go with premium plus assuming that if it's names and numbers on the back, mm -hmm. it's going to be one color anyway. I would assume so, yeah. Mostly white, black, or red anyway. Uh, Premium Plus is the vinyl that has slight stretch to it, has four-way stretch to it. So lots of stretch, actually. But it means that it can very easily go on to polyester, nylons, products like that. And it can take a, have a bit of a hard life. Um, mm. So that would be, if you're just doing names and numbers, if you're looking to do, say, sponsorships on the front, though, and it's more than one color, then I would go with Ultra Color. Uh, that has stretch in it. So all of our heat transfers that you can buy online, we just put stretch in them anyway because we don't want to overcomplicate product options. So that means if you're just doing a football shirt, then Ultra Color would be a great option on the front. You could do a sponsorship. You could do the club badge. You could do the names and numbers with it on the back as well. No mm. problem. Um, but you could all, And you can always mix and match to Premium Plus Vine on the back, but do Ultra Color on the front and it would, be absolutely no problem yeah. they'll be the best options um ultra color has that really low fuse temperature as well so it's really good if you have any issues with um it's heat sensitive football shirts that might mark a bit quite a few of them are as well aren't yeah because they? they're that um is it it's not polyester what's is yeah it it's not polyester no it's mostly polyester in those yeah. ones yeah they're not as soft they're a bit more yeah it's because of the sweat resistance in them as well they're Oh, good point. Yeah. Um, the only other thing would be if it's a dark colored garment or heavily dyed garment, which a lot of football kit is, is there is a subby blocker version of all our transfers. So if you're worried about, if you've got a, like a really light colored design and you're worried about the garment trying to come bleed through, we have a subby blocker range. It basically puts a special blocking layer. It doesn't, you don't tell in terms of when it's fused, how does it feel? It still feels really nice and smooth and thin. Um, but you can that way you can make sure that nothing is going to bleed through to your transfer type. Yeah, and there's a subby blocker version of Premium Plus too, isn't there? Yeah. If people need that as well. Cool. We are out of questions for today. That was everything. Um, if there's anything that anyone else needs any more help with or would like to discuss in further detail, you can uh, send us a message via socials or give our customer service team a call or an email. They'll be happy to help you. Um, Make sure you're signed up for the Bella Canvas event if you yep. aren't already. It's going to be such a good event. I'm very excited and don't want people to miss out because it's going to be a good one. Yeah, chance to see else? this fantastic showroom in person. Yeah, hopefully our podcast studio will be left as is if we have space. We're hoping to leave it where it is. Um, so, yeah, come and sit in the chairs and have a little <laughs> play around. Um, do you have anything else to add? No, just hopefully you'll see quite a lot of you on the 19th. Next Wednesday. Thanks for listening, everyone. Don't forget to like and subscribe on whichever platform you're listening or watching on. And we'll be back next Thursday at 11.30 with another episode.